Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we're about to read Leviticus chapter 10, and I believe that Leviticus chapter 10 actually occurred the same day as chapter 9. On chapter 9, uh, we finished a ceremony, an eighth-day consecration ceremony, with the presence of the Lord coming and the fire of God coming and literally consuming the sacrifices that had been laid on the altar. And so rather than natural fire having been used to consume the sacrifice, supernatural fire consumed the sacrifice. Now in chapter 10, the same cast of characters are still standing there. Aaron and his sons are there, the people are there, and so forth. And so what you're about to hear, in my opinion, uh, there should be no chapter break between chapter 9 and chapter 10. You may have heard me talk about the chapters in the Bible in the past. If you have not, the chapters are arbitrary. The verse numbers are arbitrary. They're not part of the original text. Uh, They were actually added so that people could find uh, verses and keywords to do word searches and language studies so that Hebrew lexicons could be used with um, specific words and so forth by locating them by chapter and verse. So the books are totally anointed, totally set aside by God and so forth, but the chapters and verses, um, number-wise, are man-made. In the case of chapter 9 and chapter 10, my opinion is there should be no break between the two. So chapter 10, verse 1. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, took their censers and put fire in them and added incense. And they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elizaphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle, Uziel, and said to them, Come here, carry your cousins outside the camp, away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them, still in their tunics, outside the camp, as Moses had ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair become unkempt, and do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. But your relatives, all of the Israelites, may mourn for those the Lord has destroyed by fire. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, because the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come so that you can distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and so that you can teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. Moses said to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Take the grain offering left over from the food offerings prepared without yeast and presented to the Lord and eat it beside the altar, for it is most holy. Eat it in the sanctuary area because it is your share and your son's share of the food offerings presented unto the Lord. For so I have been commanded. 
But you and your sons and your daughters may eat the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. Eat them in a ceremonially clean place. They have been given to you and your children as your share of the Israelites' fellowship offerings. The thigh that was presented and the breast that was waved must be brought with the fat portions of the food offerings to be waved before the Lord as a wave offering. This will be the perpetual share for you and your children as the Lord has commanded. When Moses inquired about the goat of the sin offering and found that it had been burned up, he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's remaining sons, and asked, Why didn't you eat the sin offering in the sanctuary area? It is most holy. It was given to you to take away the guilt of the community by making atonement for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not taken into the holy place, you should have eaten the goat in the sanctuary area as I commanded. Aaron replied to Moses, Today they sacrificed their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. But such things as this have happened to me. Would the Lord have been pleased if I had eaten the sin offering today? When Moses heard this, he was satisfied. Now, this is a a very difficult chapter in some ways. In chapter 9, there was a huge celebration when the presence of the Lord came and uh, the fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the sacrifices that the people had brought and that the priests had carefully laid on the altar. And so this magnificent appearance of the living God, along with the fire from the presence of God, had caused all of the people to rejoice and, and really begin to celebrate. And somehow the two priests, the sons of Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, were caught up in the moment And they did something that was contrary to the word of the Lord. And so in verse 1, it says, Aaron's sons, verse 1 of chapter 10, Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense, and they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So let me just stop right there for a second. They were somehow transgressing the word of the Lord, the ways of the Lord, the plan of the Lord, the instructions of the Lord. At the very least, as I mentioned in chapter 9, the Lord had brought the fire to the altar, and it was the intent of heaven that this heavenly fire would continue to burn on the altar, and the priest would uh, maintenance it and maintain it for sacrifice after sacrifice, that there would be a a continuity of the heaven-sent fire that would be involved in the sacrificial system. But these two sons of Aaron somehow got caught up in the moment. They, um, uh, We don't know the nature of how they got caught up, but whatever the case, they transgressed the will of the Lord and the word of the Lord before all the people, and they offered unauthorized fire contrary to his command. Now, this was witnessed by the common people. So a fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Now, think about this. These were real human beings. These were two of Aaron's four sons. And the fire of the Lord that had just brought the great celebration in chapter 9 now brought death to Nadab and Abihu for transgressing against the word of the Lord. And so the fire from his presence, the same fire in one instance brought a celebration. In the next instance, it brought death. So it all had to do with the hearts and the obedience of those that were in the Lord's presence. For some, it was victory and celebration. For some, it brought Uh, death. And so this is an episode that we need to really consider 
Because often people say, I really want the manifested presence of God. I really want the fire of God. I want the, the Lord to be with me in a real tangible way. Well, friends, if you are fortunate enough to experience that in your life, you need to be very careful how you behave in the presence of the Lord. Because the same God who came and brought the celebration of the initial sacrifices in chapter 9 came and consumed these two priests who acted in an unauthorized manner. And so Moses then responded to their father and said, this is what the Lord spoke of when he said, among those who approach me, I will be proved holy in the sight of all the people I will be honored. And so somehow they had dishonored God before all the people. And Moses um, cautioned Aaron and the, the other brothers of Nadab and Abihu that, that God would be um, held in high regard by the priest in the sight of all the people, or there would be consequences. And then the Bible says in verse 3, Aaron remained silent. Now think about this. This is the father of these two men. Aaron was cognizant of the fact that somehow they had transgressed against the Lord. Normally in their culture, there would be um, loud wailing uh, that would accompany mourning in this kind of situation. But this time there was a stunned silence. And um, Aaron's determination to follow the procedures that that God had laid down from the priests was with him. He was aware of what the requirements were. And so Aaron and his remaining priestly sons were not allowed to grieve. In verse 6, we read that, Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair become unkept. Do not tear your clothes, or you will die. And the Lord will be angry with the whole community. Why? Because they were still on duty. As I mentioned, chapter 9 and chapter 10 flow together. This was in the midst of a sacrificial ceremony where these two young men, Nadab and Abihu, had transgressed. But the other priests, including Aaron and the two brothers of these men that were killed, were still on duty. And so they couldn't leave the entrance to the tent of meeting or they were going to die. They couldn't stop what they were doing because they'd been anointed uh, by God to perform a function. And so Moses cautioned them, "You, you can't stop what you're doing. And then interestingly, there's an interjection in verse 8 and following about drinking while ministering to the Lord. Now, this may have had something to do with what was going on with Nadab and Abihu. It's not clear, but it's possible that that was part of their actions, that maybe they had uh, had too much wine or something. But anyway, verse 8, then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink when you go into the tent of meeting or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, so that you could distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and so that you can teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. And so I want to be clear with this. The text is not absolutely uh, definitive, saying that um, Nadab and Abihu were drunk, but obviously this prohibition about drinking while ministering to the Lord, ministering before the Lord, coming so close to the events of um, their unauthorized fire and their being consumed by the fire of God seems to indicate that this was um, part of the transgression that they had in the presence of the Lord. Now, how does that relate to you and me? Well, the Bible does not definitively say, don't drink. The Bible does definitively say that we're not to be drunken. And that's for everybody. That is, for Jew and Gentile, for everybody, that drunkenness is a sin. But this idea of drinking wine or other fermented drink when you go into the presence of the Lord to minister, 
the Lord says, you don't do this so you can distinguish between the holy and the common and the unclean and the clean. And so this ability to distinguish between the things of God and the things of the world uh, becomes dimmed or dulled with wine or other fermented drinks. And so, once again, there's not an absolute caution against drinking uh, in the Bible, other than for this instance with the priests serving in the temple. But we all need to be cognizant of the fact that uh, we need our spiritual senses attuned to what's holy and what's common, between what's good and not good. And so, Lord, we thank you for the words that are contained in this chapter. We ask you, Lord, that we would be able to discern between the holy and the profane. God, help us to walk in ways that are pleasing to you all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.